Hello, friends, and welcome back to Podcast 27. I'm your host, Haley Husby. I hope everyone's doing okay and taking care of yourselves. Before I get into today's topic, I just wanted to do a blanket shout out to the podcast Twitterverse. The podcast community is super supportive and fun and always lifting each other up. And it's been really awesome to have a community of friends that are constantly cheering each other on, not only in the podcast world, but supporting each other in their personal lives as well. So thank you to everyone who's included me in podcast suggestions or has left a review or even just whoever interacts with me online and puts up with the dumb shit I tweet. You all are so wonderful and kicking ass on your own shows. And I love to see that. So this episode's topic comes from months of me being in this sort of, I wouldn't say like post-COVID rut because COVID is still very much a thing, but I would say months of a mental burnout after, you know, this past year and a half, almost two years of dealing with everything going on in the world. And yeah, so I can't really think of one person in my life who doesn't feel absolutely overwhelmed and burnt out right now. And for me, I assumed it was just another depressive episode, a wave of time that would pass like it normally does. But here we are still going strong after months and months and still just as overwhelmed as ever for no reason. Um, Things like folding a load of laundry is tiring. Walking up the stairs to take a shower is exhausting. Going through steps of washing my hair and my face is exhausting. Like the most basic tasks that for a lot of people don't seem daunting, but for some reason I wake up every single day and think of the list of basic to do tasks that I need to do. And I just want to go back to sleep. Like simply just existing seems to be more work than ever right now. And I don't say that in a way that's like, Oh, my life is so sad and depressing and I'm helpless. Woe is me because in reality things are pretty good, but anyone with depression knows you don't need a reason to be depressed. And it gets really exhausting explaining that to people who don't understand having one or more mental illnesses. With that being said, it's also particularly irritating explaining that to people who also suffer from depression or anxiety or, you know, anything else. And they tell you to just work through it and see friends and say like, if I can do it, you totally can. And, you know, that's all nice and like somewhat supportive, but I think people forget that their own experiences with mental health are not the same to everyone else's. And just because someone seems to have a good grip on their mental doesn't mean that they actually do. Like I would love to go hang out with my friends or FaceTime someone or get up and drink tea in the morning and go for an early morning walk with my dog. But I'm hanging on by like the smallest thread and I don't have the energy to even reply back to like unread messages from weeks ago. I'm like, yes, I'm shit posting on the internet. No, that doesn't mean I'm emotionally available and I'm sorry for seeming like a piece of shit about it. Like, I know there's a lot of friends that are really, you know, sweet about being like, I can come over and sit with you and we can just sit in silence or like watch a movie together. And even that, like, it sounds so nice, but I'm so burnt out. I don't even have like the energy to be in someone else's presence. When my husband's at home, it's different because we're married. We're used to, you know, being alone together the times that he's home. But I always feel like if a friend is coming over, then I'm like, I'm going to want to clean or I'm going to want to, you know, get snacks and be like a good host or like do whatever. And even though it's just like the simplest thing to sit with your friend in silence, 
for some reason for me, it's still just this like big thing. I don't know. It's weird, but yeah. So with burnout comes a lot of questions. I ask myself regarding my mental state, but one that has been sticking with me for a while is the question of, am I fulfilled? And if not, how do I achieve that feeling of being fulfilled? Earlier this year, I had a handful of clients at the salon randomly bring up the topic of fulfillment in their own lives. None of them knew each other. All of them saw me within the time span of about two weeks, but it was weird having a client every other day bring up the same point of how unfulfilled they were in their own lives. And it was like this huge neon sign that had finally turned on at the right moment when I needed to see it most. And none of them had any idea that, you know, I was struggling with this certain thing. One of them wanted to quit their career to take a job offer for their childhood dream job. Another was watching her husband quit his career to go learn how to brew beer and is now enjoying his life to the fullest because he's doing something he loves despite a huge pay cut. One client wanted to take a year off from school and travel to find some clarity and peace within herself. And it all comes back down to being happy with themselves and living a life where they're happy because they're doing what they want. One of them said to me, Along the lines of like, my family doesn't understand why I want to wake up and start new, but why not? Does it make me selfish? Good. If I'm being selfish for wanting to change my journey for a life that's going to make me happy, good for me. Because how does that impact you? Does it make you feel bad that you're unhappy living day to day by the emotions you've become comfortable with? She was like, I'm too old for that. That's unfair to your peace. If I can find a way to be happy and still pay for what I need and what I want and the leisures that, you know, I want... I'm going to do it because who else is going to do that for me? And she was right. That stuck with me for so long. And she wasn't saying that like her kids didn't fulfill her or that her husband wasn't fulfilling her because he was. And he was supportive through all of her bad days, her good days, her new plans and her old plans. And it wasn't his job to make her life what she wanted for herself. Our partners, our friends, our family, whoever, it's not their job to do our work to make our lives the way that we want them. You know, they are helpful along the way and they're our partners, whether it's our partners or our friends or whatever, but they're doing the same thing for themselves. And if they're not, that's okay. But we're all trying to figure shit out and we just need to support each other. She wasn't asking him to drop everything and help change her life. She just wanted him to continue to support her while she figured out what she needed in order to restore her peace within herself. And what is stopping me from waking up tomorrow and changing all of the things that aren't serving me? For me, the simple answer is like energy and motivation. I've never been so unmotivated in my life. I feel like like finding consistency. I'm not prioritizing myself. My self-care consists of buying online workbooks and sobriety guides that are going unused. Bubble baths and hot showers, not cutting it watching five hours worth of Gordon Ramsay content is only making me sad. I'm not a master chef and making lists doesn't bring me the sense of organization that it had before. I'll have five minute spurts where I'm like, damn, I'm so motivated right now. I can't wait to get this done and do that and change my life. And then 10 minutes later, I'm on the couch wondering where all of that energy went. And I think that COVID took a a big toll on everyone's mental health, some for the better, some for the worse. I saw a lot of people take on new fitness journeys new projects, you know, the works, which is so great to see. It's awesome seeing other people's progress. And that's one thing that motivates me in the moment. 
but making those moments of motivation last seemed to get me and figuring out ways to prolong that feeling of like hope and putting things into action seem like I'm putting together a puzzle filled with pieces that aren't made to make a bigger picture. It's like nothing seems to be fitting. And now I'm starting to think there is no solid bigger picture, no final form of all the work and progress needed to achieve the plans I had for so long because with time, plans change, dreams and goals change, and all of these whatever metaphorical puzzle pieces keep changing too. So trying to keep up with this piece and that piece to figure out what the picture on the puzzle box is going to be is useless because there's no way to tell what's going to come up tomorrow or a year from now that's going to change the image I had in my mind for myself, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. But right now I have certain long-term goals that I know I'll achieve, but for now it's doing what needs to be done in small doses rather than making these big changes. And I forget that those small changes are crucial to achieving the bigger things that I had planned for myself. So I saw something somewhere that said, Like just because you're not making these big leaps every single day doesn't mean you're not making progress. And this whole time I thought I was wasting my time not making huge accomplishments on a weekly basis. When in reality, if I just stick to appreciating the small things I'm doing and the work I'm putting in now, I won't be so overwhelmed thinking about how much I need to change to make shit happen. And if you're someone struggling with achieving being fulfilled in your life, What are you doing to navigate those internal struggles and what questions are you asking yourself to figure out what steps you could be taking to get there? Are you making healthy boundaries with those who seem like they take advantage of you or constantly bring you down? Are you practicing consistency with yourself and said boundaries to allow for healthy relationships and workspaces? For me, consistency is really hard. It used to not be, but I don't know. I've just... I guess it's part of the whole burnout thing. I'm just, I struggle finding any sort of energy, motivation, consistency, drive, passion, which I guess comes along with, you know, mental illness. And for a long time, it, like when I was younger, I didn't realize that was why. Um, I guess because when I was younger, I was more motivated and I was really driven. And over time, I just got so drained and so weird. But, I don't know about other people, but for me, I'll make like, I don't know how to put this into words. I'll make like lists for different things like my brain, things to do at home, work goals, whatever. And then I make so many lists and then it's just like so overwhelming for me that I cannot, I can't get it together. I don't know. Moving on. (laughs) Um, Do you find yourself having stressful or draining relationships and friendships with others because you prefer to keep others at peace to avoid conflict? Maybe sitting down and making notes of how you allow others to affect your own feelings that can interfere with your own peace would help. I don't know. Um, Once I was able to have a conversation with myself about why I let so many things slide from others, I was able to identify parts of myself that I hadn't bothered to work on yet which in turn led me to be more confident about putting boundaries down and speaking up when someone was taking advantage of me or treating me unfairly for their personal gain. When others are given a choice to respect your boundaries and they choose not to and continue to try to push you, 
That kind of shows that person is probably not going to be a positive influence on the journey you're setting out on for yourself. It can be really difficult to set boundaries with people we love, but sometimes for our own sake and theirs, we just have to. And if they don't understand that, it comes in time, I feel like. They either understand it or they don't, and it just comes with them working on themselves too. Do you find yourself comparing your own timeline to other people's timeline? I know social media can make it really difficult to not look at the highlights of someone else's life and compare it to your own. Uh, For me, it's seeing people like have children and I've always wanted to be a mom. I'm currently struggling with the idea that I may not want children. Um, And for some reason that doesn't seem okay when it absolutely is. Uh, For me, it's a feeling that comes and goes. I would love to be a mom, but right now I have no desire like I did before. And if it doesn't go away years from now, that'll be fine. I would like to foster and adopt. Me and my husband have talked about that for a very long time, but, um, but yeah, like having a child of our own with time, we're just like, eh, is it something that we really want? And it doesn't, we don't even have to make that decision right now. I think it's because like when I was younger, I imagined I'd have kids by now and I can't help but see pregnancy announcements and feel some sort of guilt for not reaching that like stepping stone. But then I remember that's not a stepping stone for everyone. And that's not what I want right now. And that's why the fact that I'm not there, I don't know. It's important. If I wanted that now, I could have it. I think remembering that is important. There are reasons why our timelines differ from everyone else's. Comparing our own accomplishments and achievements to others is so cruel to ourselves you know that you've worked really hard despite your failures or roadblocks and those things do not discredit all the work that you've done up until this moment in your life. Someone else's achievements do not take away from yours. And despite life being too short, there's always time to make your dreams and goals happen. If those dreams change, that's okay. Try comparing your current self to where you were 10, five, even a year ago and appreciate yourself and all that you've been able to overcome See what areas you would like to be more successful in, whether it be at a job or in a relationship or a personal achievement with a hobby or project, whatever the case is. But remember that success does not always mean you're fulfilled. Just, I don't know, try to work to achieve your own happiness at your own pace. I feel like that's easier said than done. But another question is, are you staying in touch with your passions? Are you making time for the things that you love? I feel like as an adult, it's, it gets harder and harder to do that because we're always working just like nonstop. And I see other people that are able to balance their passions and their projects with work. And I just can't, I'm like, why can't I do that right now? Why is it so hard for me to do that? Like when I started this podcast, I was so pumped to finally turn this idea of a hobby into a real one. I'd always had this idea of becoming a radio host, but podcasting offers so much more like fun and flexibility, I feel like. And I was determined to be like on schedule and organized and running a show. The reality was that through depression and navigating tons of other personal life shit, I fell off track completely. And in turn, I felt bad because others suffering from the same mental illnesses or more were still rocking out episodes and keeping up with their work. And I just couldn't find the strength or energy to do it consistently. But remembering that others are listening and giving great feedback gave me a little push to put myself back on track to be consistent, resulting in me carrying that mindset over 
into other hobbies I used to love, but I put on the back burner. And don't forget that your mental illness journey is yours. The timeline in which you are able to find help or get on medication or get yourself together is never going to be the same as someone else's. Your big break is coming even if you're a few steps behind someone else's and it's not a race. So give yourself patience and grace. A final question I think about often is, am I allowing myself to really feel all of my emotions or am I just limiting myself to feeling happy and feeling sad? Am I spending too much time on accounts that are preaching the whole toxic positivity thing instead of allowing myself to think through my feelings and why I'm feeling them? A lot of people mean well, but toxic positivity can lead to like ignoring feelings that we need to sit with in order to work through certain issues we have handling our emotions in a healthy way rather than brushing them off with like everything will be okay. It could be worse or look for the good in this situation instead of making sense of reality can get in the way of all the work we've put into and appreciating our authentic feelings and the methods we found to deal with them. For me personally, offering support to myself and others instead of pushing for this mask of everyday happiness tends to suit me better rather than being this constant ball of sunshine and having feelings you've suppressed eventually come back at you at full speed. When all of my negative feelings come back at once after like months of ignoring them, it hits a lot harder and deeper and sets me back way farther. And then I find myself wasting more time playing catch up. So let's wrap this little bit up on finding your own fulfillment. If you're someone who struggles with mental illness, remember that your experience is your own and all of our experiences with mental illnesses are valid regardless of how they compare to others. But it's really hard not to compare yourself to others. If you've been feeling like you're on edge, just I guess on the edge of a new adventure, I would say take it and run with it. After all of the stories that I heard from all of those clients that were so unfulfilled, every time one of them sat in my chair and brought up that conversation, I was like, I'm hearing this word more than I've ever heard it in my life. And I think that this is a sign that I needed to hear this and I needed to make a change, whether it's right now or months down the road, whatever it is, I know that what I want to do, I need to start thinking about it now or else I'm just going to keep playing the same motions over and over and maybe not take chances that I'd always wanted to take because I was fearful of failing. And if I fail, then that's fine. I always have, you know, other plans to fall back on. It's just, I feel like life is too short and I want to make the most of the time that I have while I have it. If you're not in the position to make a sudden change, try finding smaller parts of your life that can be tweaked over time to get the ball running and most importantly, take care of yourself. Have the same patience and care for yourself that you do for others because you owe it to yourself to live a life that you love. So if you've listened to the end, here's a reminder that if you have a topic idea for the show or just want to send some love, you can submit that on my, I think it's called Tell On Him account. I don't know how to pronounce it, but you can re remain anonymous if you want to support um, me or the show, if you have things like comments, questions, concerns, criticism, whatever, if you'd like to leave a review or rate the show, my link tree is on Twitter. Um, my handle is at podcast 27. 
you click on that and you can find all of my links such as like Apple, Spotify, Instagram, tell on them the works. So yeah, check it out. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.